0: Hi, this is Ezra Engel, and you're listening to The Voice, reading 1 Corinthians chapter 14 for Tuesday, August 26th. Follow the way of love and eagerly desire spiritual gifts, especially the gift of prophecy. For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. Indeed, no one understands him. He utters mysteries with his spirit. But everyone who prophesies speaks to men for their strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself but he who prophesies edifies the church. I would like every one of you to speak in tongues, but I would rather have you prophesy. He who prophesies is greater than one who speaks in tongues, unless he interprets, so that the church may be edified. Now, brothers, if I come to you and speak in tongues, what good will I be to you, unless I bring you some revelation or knowledge or prophecy or word of instruction, even in the case of lifeless things that make sounds, such as the flute or harp? How will anyone know what tune is being played, unless there is a distinction in the notes? Again, if the trumpet does not sound a clear call, who will get ready for battle? So it is with you. Unless you speak intelligible words with your tongue, how will anyone know what you are saying? You will just be speaking into the air. Undoubtedly, there are all sorts of languages in the world, yet none of them is without meaning. If, then, I do not grasp the meaning of what someone is saying, I am a foreigner to the speaker and he is a foreigner to me. So it is with you. Since you are eager to have spiritual gifts, try to excel in gifts that build up the church. For this reason, anyone who speaks in a tongue should pray that he may interpret what he says. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. So what shall I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my mind. I will sing with my spirit, but I will also sing with my mind. If you are praising God with your spirit, how can one who finds himself among those who do not understand say amen to your thanksgiving? Since he does not know what you are saying, you may be giving thanks well enough, but the other man is not edified. I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. But in the church I would rather speak five intelligible words to instruct others than ten thousand words in a tongue. Brothers, stop thinking like children. In regard to evil, be infants, but in your thinking, be adults. In the law it is written, Through men of strange tongues and through the lips of foreigners I will speak to this people, but even they will not listen to me, says the Lord. Tongues then are a sign, not for believers, but for unbelievers. Prophecy, however, is for believers, not for unbelievers. So if the whole church comes together and everyone speaks in tongues, And some who do not understand or some unbelievers come in, will they not say that you are out of your mind? But if an unbeliever or someone who does not understand comes in while everybody is prophesying, he will be convinced by all that he is a sinner and will be judged by all, and the secrets of his heart will be laid bare, so he will fall down and worship God, exclaiming, God is really among you. What then shall we say, brothers? When you come together, everyone has a hymn, or a word of instruction a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. All of these must be done for the strengthening of the church. If anyone speaks in a tongue, two, or at the most three, should speak, one at a time, and someone must interpret. If there is no interpreter, the speaker should keep quiet in the church and speak to himself and God. Two or three prophets should speak, and the others should weigh carefully what is said. And if a revelation comes to someone who is sitting down, the first speaker should stop. For you can all prophesy in turn, so that everyone may be instructed and encouraged. The spirits of prophets are subject to the control of prophets. For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. As in all the congregations of the saints, women should remain silent in the churches. They are not allowed to speak, but must be in submission, as the law says. If they want to inquire about something, they should ask their own husbands at home, for it is disgraceful for a woman to speak in the church. Did the word of God originate with you? Or are you the only people it has reached? If anybody thinks he is a prophet or spiritually gifted, let him acknowledge that what I am writing to you is the Lord's command. If he ignores this, he himself will be ignored. Therefore, my brothers, be eager to prophesy, and do not forbid speaking in tongues. But everything should be done in a fitting and orderly way. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 So there's a lot of instruction here about speaking in tongues, what ways the gifts of speaking in tongues are useful, and in what ways they are acceptable in a church service. That people should not be talking over each other, and there should always be an interpreter. And um, that if there's no interpreter, that you're only edifying yourself and not building up the church. And that we should eagerly seek the gift of prophecy rather than tongues. He also mentions that tongues are for unbelievers, and prophecy is for believers. That confuses me, because... Well, I guess if tongues is to uh, speak to someone who speaks a different language, assuming that they understood the tongue that you're speaking in, then that would be a witness to an unbeliever. But I don't understand why prophecy wouldn't be also beneficial for unbelievers. They can know the warnings of God, and when they come to pass, they will see, or they'll repent and uh, turn away from their sins when they hear prophecy. And then the section on orderly worship, he, uh, after talking about speaking in turn, for God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. In r- verse 34, this is pretty controversial in our current day, about women remaining silent in the churches. They're not allowed to speak, but must be in submission, as the law says. Um, if they want to inquire about something, they should ask their own husbands at home, for it is disgraceful for a woman to speak in the church. It sounds, at face value, pretty, pretty, uh, self-explanatory, but it does bring up a lot of questions. Um, not every woman has a husband to ask at home. And I don't understand why it's disgraceful for a woman to speak in the church if um, God values women the same as men, what exactly it means about men's and women's roles? and also if, if women remaining silent in the churches, if that just if that's in all ways, um, because if women can, can receive spiritual gifts, many of the spiritual gifts being exercised within the church can't be exercised in silence for example, prophecy, or interpretation of tongues. So um, there's some questions I have. But what it seems to me here is that I tend to just lean on taking everything literally, and I I don't think that that, uh, the the Church would uh, need to come to a screeching halt to uh, allow for any of these teachings. But I do welcome any explanations from the Scripture as I continue reading. Thank you for listening to The Voice.